1: The podcast. Welcome to the show, everyone. Sorry, getting a little bit of a late night tonight, getting a bit a little bit of a late start tonight. Apologies. Wiscrever coming along momentarily. Hope all you had a great weekend. Jay
0: Wiggy! Jay Wiggy, take out the trash!
2: Ooh, baby, getting over my hangover from the weekend. What a weekend it was. With you, Grant Mills. God damn. It was a good one.
1: Fucking great weekend, man. Yes, yes, yeah. I'm still recovering. Oh, man. It was a good one, my friend. Everybody, I want to give a shout out to everybody. Like I said, wish Capriver is coming out momentarily. We're at the West Dolomite Convention Center via the Joe Jackson Banquet Hall this past weekend for the annual guys uh, alcohol swap bourbon swap if you will give a shout out to that uh to the uh, west Illinois convention center uh one more time all the folks out there jay Wiggy, wish crazy and uh everybody who came out fun times every year yes yes yeah. sir everybody showed up showed out a little bit um Man,
2: lots of drinks and, and good drinks too. They they spoiled us that night. So man, yeah, yeah, had to take a day to recover. Feeling good today, feeling great. But man, yesterday was a rough one.
1: Well, I'm telling you, we uh, it was so so we all went had uh, what you call a dinner of of sorts, and uh, with fellas we don't see a while also. Everyone brought a bottle of liquor, which we swapped, and then went to an after-party after. Party after. <laughs> so it was good. <laughs> Lots of drinking. Like I said, um, with the holidays, we do what we do, and uh, everybody had a great time. I wow. saw a lot of people, so it was awesome, man. I mean, I'm glad good. everybody came out. So um, you know how it is. Sometimes with the holidays, folks don't get to come out. You got different things going on. Different folks, you, uh, different obligations you gotta fuck with. So, yeah, yeah, people
2: people get busy. And, and I think it's always been a seven years in a row we've done this. And, uh, I think it's important. It started out as just a few guys and growed and growed and growed and expanded into friendship groups. And, you know, especially with the guys, man, if you got kids like me, you stay busy, you got work, you need to take that one time this month, as busy as it is. And do something like that. And the Dirty Santa whiskey swap, bourbon swap, man, what, what a highlight. And we did have some questions on the rules because we had some of our attendees doing some rule debating. I wonder how other people play Dirty Santa because I thought what we did was a great setup. But, you know, how do other people play? I guess there's several ways you can do stills and all that shit. But at the end of the day, everybody's leaving with a new bottle of liquor and you cannot can't complain about that.
1: No, I don't think so. It's all good, man. Just having fun. Yeah. Hmm. Tasty liquor and whatnot. Yummy time. Uh, excuse me for one second. Um, all right. So this past weekend, um What are you uh you know, I know we've uh had some folks pass away. The last one here, um Ethel beavers <laughs> now that's not a real name right so <laughs> Ethel beavers uh Hel- helen slayton hughes uh, rest in peace all right so parks and recreation one of my favorite shows uh miss ethel beavers she was a character actor uh helen slayton hughes passed away right this past week i think maybe maybe a couple of days anyway funny funny shit uh, as far as that shows goes, man, one of my favorite shows. Rest in peace to uh, Helen Slayton Hughes, aka Ethel Beavers. Ethel Beavers, R.I.P. fucking hilarious shit, man. And uh, yeah, so so other than the uh, the whole shit this weekend, anything else? What, what, what did you get do any uh, getting to anything else there, Jay Wick? You
2: know what? Speaking of, uh, and we'll get into this later, but Mike Leach. Quarter, uh head, uh, head coach at Mississippi State. One of my favorite, what a character! Heart attack, major heart attack yesterday morning, apparently, in critical condition still. So, hopefully, he hangs on and comes back. But, did you see that? Do we have any new updates on uh, his condition?
1: So, I did see that. Uh, I haven't seen anything else, um, as far as any updates or anything. So, yeah, prayers out to uh, Mike Leach. Yeah, uh, looks okay. like he's still in critical condition. And uh, we hope everything uh, pulls through, yeah. man. Funny dude. And, uh, you know. One of the best. I mean, me, so.
2: what a good compliment to the SEC. Typical uh, tough guy head coaches and hard-nosed guys. He, he brings a ninth uh, – Funny factor, humor, uh, just a a really funny guy. So, you know, I hated seeing that because I've always talked about him being, uh, him and Kiffin together. I mean, what a great Mississippi squad over there. But uh, nothing but prayers and the best for Mike Leach. Uh, No, over the weekend, we didn't have any college football uh, besides, what, Army, Navy. We're not even going to go down that path. We had our uh, convention with the boys. That was fun. Had a hangover on sunday what were you drinking on saturday i don't even think i asked you did you have any you had well i get some neat liquor is that right
1: uh straight up jack yeah that's it
2: that's right that's right straight up jack i had jack but i added a little coke to it and then, and then towards the end of the night i think i went back and forth between jack some beer and uh the uh shots green tea shots you had one didn't you
1: i believe i did
2: yes yeah green oh. tea shots. Yeah, I thought they were pretty good, so I had to have a couple of them. And uh, you know what? That took up most of my weekend. Been wet, rainy, um, but memorable as always. We'll have to do it again sooner than Christmas for sure, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, definitely a good time. Right now, a little Monday Night Football. Patriots 20, Cardinals 13 into the third quarter. Um. So, yeah, it looks like uh, – looks like mac Jones doing a little something something out there and um that's what's going on as far as uh, a little foosball no uh no more college foosball pretty much except for the bowls which we did bowl picks we'll do nfl picks later on um yeah man we had a little problem getting started (laughs) This show sometimes well shit gets away from me folks. <laughs> but yeah, it's all good. Oh good. Wiss, what's up?
3: How I many? Y'all good.
1: Oh eh? <laughs> good. So we're all in the heels. Um let's go ahead and We got a little video game news here because, well, you know how we do it. Everybody has a podcast, broadcast. So, you're asking me, what's going on? Well, what's going on with Final Fantasy? Well, classic Final Fantasy pixel remasters likely to hit Switch and the PS4. Yeah, BS's new ESRB ratings for Final Fantasy 1 through, I think that's 6, heavily suggest that Square Enix is bringing its pixel remaster line of classic Final Fantasy remakes to Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4. This word comes thanks to Eagle Eye Flans fans. Who noticed updated ESRB ratings for the six games on the Industry Ratings organization's website. Whereas previously the six panel remaster games had only been listed for Windows PC. So these Nerdos notated the addition of PlayStation 4 and Switch designations. The new platforms have since been stricken but Warrior of 64 Internet's own angel in the outfield. Da, 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 da. that's uh, I'm really getting nerdy here. Alright, so basically, for those of you who are curious, Final Fantasy is rated E, Final Fantasy 2 to 4, E10 plus, and Final Fantasy 5 through, what was that, 6? Uh, T15. Six titles rated at uh, a rating of its coming to e. an auspicious time, considering the series will be celebrating its 35th anniversary come Sunday. Well, this past Sunday. Well, no, 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 sorry. This coming Sunday. December 18th. Um, yeah, man. Final Fantasy. Shit. Did you ever uh, play any of those? I got down on a little Final Fantasy. How many did
2: they end up with? Like, how many total games are there? Is it is it one through six? One
1: through seven? I have no idea. There are several offshoots, like, you know. Um, yeah. Nintendo DS games and all that shit that they had. Some offshoots. I'm really not sure. A lot seems- of... Uh, Seems like they have a enough.
2: ton of them, but they were good games. Absolutely fantastic. Fantastic games. I liked them a lot. Sounds like you got down on them too, Grant Mills.
1: Final Fantasy Two was the fave. There were um yeah, like Final Fantasy, Mystic Quest, Final Fantasy One. That was a classic. So yeah, man. Um pretty cool. But uh and then seven, that was uh that was like the big PlayStation one that was... Uh,
2: yeah, that was a huge one when it came out. I remember getting down on 3 on Super Nintendo. Big fan of that. But yeah, when uh, 7 came out, it seems like they were knocking these games out year after year after year. Like every, I don't know if there was an annual thing or whatever they did, but man, every year it seemed like there was a huge Final Fantasy release. But man, I loved them. I thought they were pretty good games.
1: Definitely fun games. And uh, man, it take a long time to finish. You know what I mean? Trying to like uh, those games, you'd rather it wasn't like a a thing to where you wanted to, you know what I mean? I don't even think there was a fucking like uh, Game Genie, any of that shit with like those type of games. No, I don't think so either. It kind of reminded me a little bit of a, I'm a
2: huge Skyrim fan uh elder scrolls 5 on xbox 360 kind of reminded me of the early version of that i mean you know rpg and you got different types of attacks i don't remember that game jenny man fool i almost forgot about that little bastard that thing was a <laughs> that shit came in clutch when you needed it did hey, you have a game jenny i did loved it man I, I busted that shit out on so many games i remember when we finally got it got it on uh for mario 3 and you could just use the uh wing the whole time just fly through that motherfucker like five minutes you're at level eight dropping in on these ass so uh yeah that thing was cool and remember it had the big ass code book in the back that it came with and you had to put all those codes in uh worked with just about every damn game did you get down some game genie
1: i actually did not have a game genie um, but i did want one but i just never uh never got a chance to be one of the fortunate kids yet a game genie yeah
2: my grandparents uh got me one i'm wondering if you can buy those ebay right now game genie for game boy in box 15 dollars with five vids right now 15 hours left uh super nintendo's 42 dollars what about snes or pardon me nes i don't see one on here yeah they've got a bunch of them you know, it's funny seeing how much some of those classic games go for. There's like a huge market for uh, some of those Nintendo games, SNES games, and accessories. So if you've got those, or they're somewhere hidden in your claws, it might be worth checking out the prices because some of those things are a fortune now.
1: Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, bizarre new GTA Online-looking game is full of 90 stars. So, Kim Basinger, Danny Glover vanilla ice i thought i might be having a stroke when 505 games releases colorful multiplayer heist game crime boss rock a city boom everything about the trailer screamed gta but it was not in fact an update to gta this is a separate game a pc game that is from a studio i don't know who the fuck they are and there's some other motherfuckers in this shit yeah Crime Boss stars Michael Madsen of Reservoir Dogs and Donnie Brass of yeah. as Travis Baker, an aspiring Florida kingpin who attempts to climb to the top of the criminal underworld through a series of turf wars, robberies, and crazy side stories. So, um, so I've got Michael. some new shit.
2: Yeah, Michael Madsen, big Reservoir Dogs fan. Big Michael Madsen fan. He's a fucking great actor. So, what is this shit? This is Crime Boss.
1: Crime Boss. Rock A City. Um, The trailer looks like it's on um, YouTube or something. Some shit. Danny Glover. Kim Basinger. Michael Rooker. Danny Trejo. um, Some of the names here. So it looks pretty cool. Um, Looks like some GTA-ish kind of shit. And... uh, looks like it's gonna launch around march uh end of march this year
2: yeah got that gta uh, vice city miami vibe is that what you're kind of feeling when you look at that picture here
1: that is what i'm feeling when i see yeah. that pretty tight i'm kind of curious i'm gonna have to watch
2: that trailer later and uh looks like it got an xbox logo on there i've got that's my system that's my jam have to see where to, if it's a uh, Something I'll have to get in on, but it looks fun. I've talked about GTA a lot; big fan. Uh, looks like an indirect ripoff of GTA from what I can see here, but definitely want to check it out.
1: That looks kind of cool. Um, uh, I, I don't have spend a lot of time just playing fucking games, but I could uh, I could see putting a little time in on this bad ball right here. Around. So other weird news Woman dons 19 underpants In 30 You know about world records Woman oh. dons 19 pair of underpants In 30 seconds To break world record Where the fuck is this It's in the US A US woman living in Ireland No Living in Ireland Broke a Guinness world record By pulling on 19 pairs of underpants In 30 seconds There is a video of this um, Oh actually. there is Yeah Yes, Rachel Schmidt, who moved to Dublin earlier this year, said she decided to take on the record for most underpants pulled on, pulled on in 30 seconds because it reminded her of making uh, quick costume changes while performing in theater productions. All right. So, quote, when looking for a record to attempt to break, this one stood out to me. I think this is a great combination of speed and strategy and matches my skill set well, she told uh, Kenneth's World Records. Okay, so she was able to don 19 pairs of panties in the allotted time, beating the record of 17, which was set by Toshiaki J- uh, Kasuga in Japan. Uh, all right. I'm uh, <laughs> presuming that uh, there's some kind of fucking, you know, um, someone who benefits from this. <laughs> yeah. By, uh, you know. Every time you go
2: on these uh, these world record tangents, it's funny as fuck to me that there's always, there's always somebody across the ocean that's already fighting for this record or they've already set it. So there's like a whole subgroup of people setting these weird fucking uh, world records. And this lady's pulling on 19 pairs of panties in 30 seconds. I wonder if she can take them off that fast
1: too. Hey, Wilbur. Hello. Probably. Probably. Um, what else is going on. Not a lot of video game news. Not a lot of weird shit going on either, folks. Um, like I said, we always do weird world records uh, here. Um, I'm looking at one. E- 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 should I talk about it? Should I not? Should I talk about it? Should I not? Go for uh, it. Go for it. I don't know if this is really a record. It's kind of odd. More than 900 people donned a Santa Claus costume in a German town to participate in the 13th annual saint nicholas run and so a lot of uh people dress up like santa claus to do a run that sounds like something that you and the wife would have done
2: ah yeah it's been a while since i've been on a run but i ain't dressing up as santa claus that should sound dumb
1: (laughs) so participants donned red coats and hats and some even strapped bushy white beards to their faces to break the cold temperatures for the run, runners are allowed to choose between 1.5, three miles, or 6.5 miles. Or they were treated to mold wine and chocolate Santas after completing their runs. That's okay. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. whatever. I don't. I don't like. Run- I don't fuck with running. Running. Uh, the runners high. Never experienced that. And uh, I don't. I don't really fuck with running. But I guess if you do that, then that's uh, that's something cool.
2: It down on one point five miles and a little mold wine at the end of that. Some chocolate. That's not bad. That's always the best part. I've, I've done some running. I've, I've messed with it a bit here and there, me and the wife. But uh, yeah, you know, after you do it, a, a nice cold beer at the end. Haven't had mold wine after a run. What the fuck is mold wine, anyways?
1: I was about All to right. ask
2: you. Man, I don't know. I'm gonna have to look that one up. But yeah, the cold beers after the run or an obstacle course race is always the best part of it. You've, exerted yourself got one all right mulled wine also known as spice wine alcoholic drink usually made with red wine along with various mulling spices sometimes raisins all right you already lost me served hot or warm so it's a spice wine and they have fruit floating in it like a cinnamon stick so um, I don't think I would want that after running that sounds awful
1: I don't like wine anyway so uh gross and then heat it up yeah hot wine with uh, (laughs) raisins in it. That's fucking disgusting.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's not bad. (sighs) Yeah, and then after you... (laughs) That's what you get to quench your thirst after you run one and a half to six miles. Uh, Nah, I'll I'll pass on the Santa Claus run.
1: Yeah, I'm good on that. (laughs) So, um... What else is going on still? Not much. Well, let's see. Now... We did talk about Final Fantasy. Some of those Final Fantasies get kind of crazy. Right now we got a Final Fantasy, a new Final Fantasy XVI trailer. Reveals massive Keiju summon fights. And it looks a lot different than previous versions. Square Enix premiered a brand new trailer for Final Fantasy XVI. It's upcoming PS5 exclusive role-playing game. During Thursday's Game Awards 2022 live stream, now what I saw, what we saw, looked intense, including giant fights between series classic. Edoardo Summons. We also finally got a release date of June twenty second, twenty twenty three for all you nerds. While the latest trailer, eh. It looked kind of cool. It did show some aspects of the new JRPG that fans will no doubt be excited to analyze in the coming days. I can see future Reddit nerd shit going ham. The latest Final Fantasy mainline entry looks to be a return to the more traditional high fantasy settings of previous entries. While also featuring a new and updated combat system that seems to have more in common with Bayonetta or Devil May Cry. If you nerds know those games, uh, they, mm, mm, I guess they get bleh, bleh, because they get bleh, bleh, bleh. Slower turn based battles of over older FF games. That's kind of what a day is. The game also appears to be going heavy on the grim, dark Game of Thrones vibe. Vibe? What? Vibes? Vibes? <laughs> From palace intrigue <laughs> and brutal death scenes to the complete lack of diverse casting and terrible excuses for why. Does that make sense? I'm reading an article, so just in case. It sounds like somebody that was really into this game <laughs> wrote this
2: and they're already criticizing this shit before it came out. Yeah, what the if? Uh, yeah, it looks that's... like
1: it takes place in a fantastical world of uh, Valisthea, where you can find magical mountains uh, called Mother Crystals and super powerful humans called Dominance. These powerful folks can control icons and similarly powerful and deadly monsters that inhabit the world. So some of the main characters that revealed so far include Clive and Joshua Rosfield. These brothers come from a noble, long-standing family of dominance. That also adopted Jill Warwick in an effort to end the conflict between a, a number of large nations that are with uh, at war with each other. All right. So, looks like some Final Fantasy shit. Man, the newer shit I never really got into. It was, uh, seems like all the older shit was a lot more fun.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. And it's funny you were talking about that because I was just thinking that the. One big turnoff for me, and I think we've mentioned it with things like Star Wars and uh, and other movies that just have so many worlds and so many characters and it goes down so many different avenues and rabbit holes that you can go down. I just can't keep up with all these magics that you can do and the characters involved and the fucking eight worlds that you have to travel to. And you read the reddits and these nerds go down those rabbit holes and they'll tell you everything about it. Man, I can't even fucking remember where they even started. So, I think that's what loses me on some of those games. And I think, especially as we get more technologically savvy and games are in 4K and whatever the fuck they're in, it, it, you you have so much more depth to them, which I can see these people that are appealing, uh, that it's appealing to them 100%. You're a nerdo gamer. You love that shit and you're playing for eight hours a day. You can spend your time and get lost in that world 100%. I'm just, you know, I just don't have that kind of time and I just don't get down like that. Does that make sense to you? Or am I just. It's just a I, lot, kind of overwhelming.
1: Yeah, it's too much. Uh, too much shit going on. Too much content. A lot of the times. Yeah. So, you know, I, I can appreciate a good open world game, but uh, yeah, we've
2: talked about it. I won't, you know, uh, deviate too much. But something like Red Dead Redemption, I feel like it's a pretty easy storyline to handle. Huge world. Love Red Dead Redemption too. But you know, and, and same with GTA, Grand Theft Auto. But the high fantasy stuff, man. Good God, it's just tons of shit involved in that let me just have my cars and my horses and shoot motherfuckers and call it a day
1: for a show for a show <clears throat> let's see what else we got going on i know the uh, new super mario brothers is coming out uh i believe in april looks like uh, there is a clip that unleashes chris pratt's italian accent uh, Keegan Michael Key is in is in this is he? Maybe. Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, he's totally out in. Okay, cool. Hollywood is out in full force at uh, Jeff and I. Jeff Keighley's Game Awards, but the show's most important appearance, as far as Nintendo fans were concerned, was a first clip, a proper clip from Super Bar- uh, Super Mario Brothers the movie. So in the scene due out April. 2023, Toad and Mario wander through a bustling mushroom kingdom bazaar, Toad clearing the path by shouting about how Mario's brother is going to die imminently. The two travel in style at one point on a floating platform, not unlike those that are uncommon in the games, though this version of Mario is quite flummoxed by the process of leaping from one to another. So it looks like uh, Chris Pratt looks like it's this uh, you could to Look at a clip yeah. of, uh, of this shit. Preview what's going to happen in April 2023. Brief clip debuted the same night as Hidoko Kojima announced Death Stranding 2. hosier graced us with forth- his forest nymph vocals and a confused Al Pacino did a couple of reps with a game award. Yeah, so he, Al didn't even probably know where the fuck he was. Um, no,
2: this is a what a cast one thing that caught me princess peach is played by anya taylor joy big fan of hers uh she was in one of my favorite movies the witch also the northman uh both of those were uh robert egger's films but man she played really dark serious characters in those or at least the movies had that theme and now she's playing princess peach jack black as bowser uh and chris pratt do you imagine him as mario man, <laughs> super mario I don't see it.
1: Uh, this is all voices, so
2: Yeah. Man, I'll have to check it out. Uh,
1: yeah, good 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 lineup.
2: I mean I'm curious. You remember the Super Mario movie that came out? Who was uh who played Mario in that motherfucker? Was a terrible nineteen ninety three movie, I think.
1: I don't I don't remember that, but I feel like I should. Yeah, it was terrible. You don't wanna remember it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. chris pratt how did you get introduced to chris pratt ah oh, man um he
2: was uh wasn't he uh ah fuck what was that old show that he was originally on a long time ago was it uh ah, fuck i forget the name one of my favorite movies those passengers thought he did great in that uh him and jennifer lawrence and uh i can't remember originally but i remember that being a standout movie passengers with jennifer lawrence is one of my favorite movies of all time love it so uh that's the one i
1: recall him on most what about you so he was andy dwyer on parks and recreation my fucking favorite shows um that's how i remember him. <laughs> that's how i got really introduced to chris pratt uh i mean he uh of course, was in the Marvel fucking universe and all that, but I don't fuck with the Marvel shit because I just don't like it. But <clears throat> as far as Chris Pratt, that fucker was definitely fucking hilarious in Parks and Rec. Um, yeah. So that's, that's where I remember him. him from. That's right. He started with Parks and Rec. and got to give him credit, man. I mean,
2: to turn into a goofy kind of chubby guy to a leading action man, I mean, that's pretty impressive. He's really a... Uh, Sold himself to Hollywood and done a fucking hell of a job. He was in Moneyball, too. That's one of the movies I remember him from originally. Played him in yeah, Moneyball. yeah, he played the uh, man, the dude that they went to his house and uh, he was a catcher, but I think he hurt his hand or some shit. So they said they were going to put him on first base. Uh, I watched that not too long ago uh, for the 18th time. But uh, yeah, I remember him in that. So yeah, man, he's got a pretty good range on him. Uh, I saw him on. Uh, that ride at Disney too, the Guardians of the Galaxy Ride. And I'm like you, I don't get into that too much. The ride was fucking incredible though. But um you know, it's actually like a mini movie within a movie. So he's on a lot of the screens and stuff, so pretty cool dude.
1: Yeah Yeah, he's pretty he's uh he's pretty funny in that actually. Um so looking like right now, I'm giving you a Monday night update twenty seven to thirteen. Man, both of these teams. New England, 6-6. Six and six. The Cardinals are 4-8. and eight. I didn't know they were that bad. No, I didn't either. But it looks like New England is. Yeah, Whoop Whooping ace. Yeah, you and I both picked uh, the
2: Cardinals last week. And uh, for some reason, Wiss actually picked the Patriots. So this doesn't look good for our,
3: <laughs> our picks here.
1: Oh, Wiss. Yeah, not know
3: about a player,
2: yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a baller what well, is has been quiet tonight he had a he had a weekend with us and I think he uh I think he sold his soul this weekend with the drinks and the uh extracurriculars because uh we were carrying his ass out
3: I'm just chilling back listening y'all dumbasses. my asses.
1: <laughs> that's what I would do um so um uh, uh sorry folks i'm fucking <laughs> did I give you full disclosure tonight of course we're going to do the podcast i got started a little late i was like i'm going to take an impromptu nap and wake up and be refreshed <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. a nap ran a little bit long i get up and the fucking clock says nine thirty three. my boy's like uh we going, on? <laughs> we going- like, oh shit yeah we're going on damn it i just uh man Fucking got away from me a little bit. Also, was on an admin day today, so that kind of fucked me up. I hate admin days because you're fucking straight up chilling at the house and doing a bunch of like, yeah. brutal online trainings or other Ooh. shit, which I'm not used to doing. And it's fucking really sucks. But anyway, yeah, I took the day off myself. I figured it'd be, I had a four day weekend, took Friday off too.
2: So, try to catch up on some uh, Christmas shopping for the dad, uh, a little bit for my parents. Um, Yeah, a little bit of shit, wrapping gifts. Man, I hate wrapping gifts. Fucking hate it. It's the worst thing in the world. I try to find a gift bag that we've saved. Man, we have a whole box of gift bags. When you're married, you will accumulate a box of gift bags and wrapping paper and shit like that, and it'll go in some random closet. And uh, it's funny because we just keep reusing the same gift bags every year, and we'll keep putting new stickers on the bottom, the to and from. So it'll say, like, to my wife last year from me, and this year she'll give me the bag, but she'll put a sticker on top of it i did that bullshit today so it's been rainy and messy out the weather doesn't know what it wants to do it was kind of nice this weekend when we kind of went out and uh but it was still wet and muggy but man is this december weather so i'm kind of feeling the chill in myself it's just kind of laid back
1: um yeah it's not not cold at all though no which um yeah nasty n- 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 nasty yeah 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 so everyone the uh the fucking phones are down tonight just to let you know so won't be having any calls tonight but that's because of technical issues so i do apologize that we'll be up next week and uh you know bada boom bada ding um what the fuck else let's see hold on a second. We got a we got a vintage gaming review here tonight. And this one, this one, my friends, is Sonic Adventure. This is a 1998 game for Sega Dreamcast, and the first main Sonic the Hedgehog game to feature 3D gameplay. Also, it follows the Sonic the Hedgehog, Miles, Tails, Prower, Knuckles, the uh, Enchendina. Oh, what the hell is that word? Amy Rose, Big the Cat, and E-102 Gamma in their quest to collect the Chaos Emeralds and stock, say, well, stop Dr. Robotnik. Who the fuck is Dr. Robotnik? And unleashing chaos in an ancient evil. Controlling one of the six characters in each of their own abilities, players complete levels to progress the story. Sonic Adventure retains many elements from prior Sonic games, such as power-ups, and the ring-based health system. I remember the rings and shit. Outside the main games, players can play mini-games like racing and interact with... Uh, huh? K.O.? K.O.? Virtual Pit. the fuck? Sonic Team began uh, developing Sonic Adventure in 1997 after the cancellation of the Sega Saturn game Sonic Extreme, led by director Takashi Azuka and producer Yuji Neka. The team, uh, they really tried hard to reinvent Sonic for the 3D era of video games. So Sonic Adventure features a stronger emphasis on storytelling and more RPG elements in contrast to previous Sonic games. While Yuji Ikawa redesigned the series characters for their transition to 3D, Sonic team attempted to demonstrate the technical prowess of the Dreamcast with realistic graphics and drew inspiration from locations uh, in Peru and Guatemala. The soundtrack was, I know you're I'm probably wondering about the soundtrack. The soundtrack was primarily composed by uh, June Sinil, who preferred rock music over the electropop versions or electropop of previous. Sonic game versions. Uh, following its reveal at the Tokyo International Forum in August 1998, Sonic Adventure was highly anticipated and released in Japan in December 1998, worldwide in September 1999. It received critical acclaim and became Dreamcast's bestseller. With 2.5 million copies sold by August 06, reviewers considered uh, uh, Sonic Adventure a major technical advancement and praised the visuals and the gameplay. Critics noted glitches and camera problems, plus reactions to the audio, were mixed. They considered Sonic Adventure an exceptional game. Some speculated it could help reestablish Sega as the dominant console manufacturer after the unsuccessful Saturn. System journalists have retrospectively ranked Sonic Adventure uh, among the uh, best Sonic games, and it is recognized as an important release in both the series and platform genre. Many characters and concepts introduced in Sonic Adventure recur in later Sonic games. A sequel, Sonic Adventure 2, was released in 2001. Sonic Adventure was ported to the GameCube and Windows in 2003, with alter graphics more challenges. As well. While a high-definition version was released for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 in 2010 and for Windows in 2011, reviews for these releases were less positive. Critics felt the game had not aged well and ran at an inconsistent frame rate. So, <clears throat> this game, the original Sonics, man, pretty fast-paced 2D action. Um... This 3D game is a a little bit different. It's got the whole 3D shit. It's like a 360, uh, you know, kind of newish. Deviates from, like, what you're used to if you've ever played Sonic.
2: I like it. I I looked at the videos. I don't remember playing the 3D. Uh, I remember playing the uh, 2D, man. That was everywhere back in the 90s. I didn't realize. Knuckles, the uh, chid. What the fuck is he? What is Knuckles. (laughs) knuckles
1: um what is that was that the f- uh he's the red the... animal but yeah yeah, you yeah call... the fox uh, see a fox or something uh, yeah he's you uh, got him a kid uh, uh, i can't oh,
2: pronounce to... it now it's like a spiny porcupine thing but you said it earlier and it made me die because you got whatever the fuck he is <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah
1: knuckles the uh Fucking, what is it? A chin, uh, a I don't know what that is.
2: A kidna, yeah. This, it's, uh... I looked up a picture, these are uh platypus like creatures that are covered in quills, so it's like a porcupine with a platypus from uh, Australia and New Guinea. I never knew what the fuck he was, I always thought he was a uh, fox too. But uh, what the hell? So Sonic's a hedgehog, so a fox seems to be more well, I guess hedgehogs and echidnas. Man, I feel like a dumbass. I don't know. I don't know my animals. Um, That cracked me up. I remember when Knuckles came out. He was pretty popular. Kind of added a little bit of a, I guess, an edge for kids. Sonic already had it. I think they wanted to have him a partner. So Knuckles, the echidna, whatever he is, came out. The 3D though, I thought it added a nice little touch for uh, everybody. Was trying to do 3D at that time though. I think there was a ton of uh, games that came out, and they were trying to uh, Super Mario, of course had that so man i'm a fan of it i i I need to check it did you play this on steam is it on steam
1: uh that i don't know so uh y'all check that out it may or may not be on there i'm not sure i didn't even look at that yeah um look at i'm trying to see on the doohickey uh under release um So yeah i don't know um but as far as um. Anything else going on with this game? It's a lot of, uh, we all know it's 3D, right? So that's a little bit different than the other shit. Um, The other incarnations. Players control one of six anthropomorphic protagonists as they venture to defeat Dr. Robotnik and his robot army. Um, So yeah, basically the 3D version of, of Sonic. It's still pretty fast. And you got many games within this, um, a lot of other shit that's going on with it. But as far as the game itself, I did give it a play. I'm going to say, I'll give it three out of five. It's pretty fun. And, uh, you know, if you just want to chill, sit back and uh, not think about shit. Sonic is usually a pretty good, um, you know, pretty good game series to get in on if you just want to kind of sit back and play something. Yeah. You definitely. know, something fast. And, uh, yeah. it was kind of like the
2: Sega answer to Mario, it seemed. And, uh, I think it was really a cool, fast paced game, different kind of character. So that, uh, you know, kind of reminded me that 3D, not that one in particular. They had a Sonic 3D. It kind of looked like that old NES game, Snake Rattle and Roll. Did you ever get down on Snake Rattle and Roll back in the NES? I, days? I did not. That was a regular Nintendo game? Yeah, regular Nintendo game. Uh, kind of had some of those early, uh, not 3D, but kind of that uh, top-down overview. So I don't know why I was looking up the different Sonic games, and I, it kind of kind of brought that back, blast from the past. Back that game was released in 1990, so I think I was like eight when I played that bullshit. But um, yeah, well, I mean, you got to remember back then that shit was probably pretty impressive to us. Nowadays, you're like, yeah, my kids won't even look at my old NES uh, mini. Uh, <laughs> they don't like that shit they try to play it and they're like this is boring as hell
1: so, man they don't know what's up yeah but you know you know what is up what's that another edition of uh grant scrapes baby love it Hiya. hi y'all well, it's your us
3: what's crazy about here Is pretty dumb. But it, sometimes it's not. So we'll just fucking hang out and see what he's got to say, y'all. Don't be dumb.
1: week, well, went out the other day, to I don't know, yeah, I'm not gonna call it an event, I was just going out, and, man, I took a sniff of some old lady, she stunk, she stunk, and I don't mean traditional stank, I mean some fucked up ass perfume, Ew. that I had to sit down after I took a sniff. I don't understand, what the fuck is that, like, I'm gonna give you an example. So, there's a shit out there. It's just like some really fancy ass shit. Fancy ass cologne, alright? Called Maison Francis Curtis alright? Um, it's just like $280 a bottle. So, I was curious about it one time. I went on, uh, you can go on eBay and get like little, um, uh, samples you know this one was baccarat rouge 540 all right it's supposed to be like some real you know real shit so i get a little bit of it man this shit so if you spray any if you spray anything past one spray it's gonna put you on your ass it's gonna be like man damn like 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 grandma from church with a big red hat then stepped in the room with some fucked up ass perfume, and listen, me Grant Mills, if I if, if 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 I say it smells, it's smelly, because I can deal with smelly stuff, with smelly perfumes and colognes and whatnot. But this shit, man, you put more than a spray on, you gotta fucking like lay out on the couch for like uh, the next eight hours. Pretty fucked up. I really don't know how motherfuckers like make this shit for people to spray on themselves. It's offensive. Stop this, Maison Francis, Curtis James, Curtis Jane, Curtis, Curtis Ooh. Stop it. Just stinking shit. Smell like vinegar. That shit is fucking hard. I'm gonna tell you what it smells like. You know, like, uh. A... It's like a fucking. It's like a perfume version of cotton candy, but like real fucking strong or real sweet. No, I fucking offensive. hate cotton candy. I like cotton candy, man, but ugh,
2: I don't, I don't think want I to do. sniff it. No, it don't make sense to me. I don't understand it.
1: That is particularly offensive. And then this shit's like almost $300 a bottle. I don't know how the fuck Ooh. you want would, to would buy that shit anyway, but uh, anyway, Where? that's my fucking gripe. I like that gripe. Where were you at when you smelled this old woman? <laughs> uh, I think I was like, you know, in a donut shop or somewhere random, man. I just remember that for the fucking waft of stankism. Oh. oh too much, man. Too much. God damn. Yeah, oh,
2: you know, she's shit. it's bad because she thinks it smelled good. And you know if it's gotten that bad where you can all smell it and there's people that can tolerate scents, but even when they can't tolerate them, She's probably been rocking that shit for a long time, not realizing how bad it fucking stinks.
1: She definitely been rocking that shit a minute, and you need some new shit, bitch. I would recommend Coco Mademoiselle Chanel or Sean Paul Gautier for women. Jean-Paul yeah. <laughs> Alright. Um what else is going on? Grant Scribes
2: grant's jay Wiggy. yeah
1: got some picks for you i think we're gonna have
2: uh patriots knock off the card so that knocks uh wiss up this week his picks ended out five for eleven nfl picks jay wiggy and grant mills both tie 7 seven eleven apiece so wiss once again ends out dead last that's not surprising Oh, we had some pretty good picks. 7-11. There's some pretty good games this weekend. Philly looking pretty hot. Um, uh, oh. you
3: got to show up about shit something. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's wrong there? You got uh, tuberculosis or something.
3: It shouldn't. Um... Uh, <clears throat>
1: So we will be doing NFL picks as well here in a minute. Uh, it is Monday, folks, and you're hanging out with everybody has a podcast podcast featuring Grant Mills, Jay Wiggy, and Wiz Crevier on the Grant Mills Podcast Network. <clears throat> and like I said, we're live with you. Um, now, we're going to do NFL picks here momentarily. Uh, I know we had college picks, and all that shit's kind of done with. We did the bowl picks, so that'll be coming up. Uh, as, you know when all that gets done, because so many yeah. bowls still have yet to be played. That's going to be tight, man. I love. I hope the weather gets cold. I like to just chill on the couch. And man, oh. so many, um, so many games. Even though they might be, you know, it's just still a smorgasbord of college football. You know it's like that one the the last like the last fucking hurrah until you know we got no more college football for a while (laughs) oh i love it i love bowl season i think you get some interesting
2: matchups you know and it's fun because it kind of gives the smaller teams a little bit of a platform on national tv teams you're probably not going to watch because you do realize that this is the last hurrah for college football you'll get the cfp a lot of people don't tune into that unless you're unless it's your team or you're just wanting one of the motherfuckers to lose but i like it you got some cool matchups like florida and oregon state i think uh battle of the carolinas coastal carolina east carolina if i'm correct on one of those had to go back a little bit i love it and this is the time of year is there anybody really putting 100 percent effort into their job right now let's just be completely honest people are taking pto they're kind of just going in, Christmas parties everywhere, so that's a good season. I do hope it gets cold, chilly, get us a nice bourbon, and uh, watch a bunch of football, and then start a new year. Oh, yeah.
1: That sounds excellent. Yeah. We'll have to do uh,
2: our resolutions in a couple of weeks. You ever do New Year's resolutions, Grant Mills? I don't,
1: but I think it'd be a fun a fun bit. Yeah. Um, so, Yeah. Definitely.
3: I mean, I'll never stop taking hookers, y'all. So that's not my resolution.
1: Well, nobody really asked you, but okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That, it's,
2: it's not what you're not going to stop, it's what you're going to start. So, all right, with. Yeah. You're, you're,
1: uh, what? I don't know. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> upcoming right. NFL schedule. We'll go ahead and get into picks. Oh. Um, right now. We uh, uh Jay Wiggy yeah. just informed you about the win, and that was um, New England twenty seven, Cardinals thirteen. Oh, the Cardinals—they're terrible. Yeah, they Four are. And, oh my, they—they they bad. Um, so what we got? What we got? The next game is Thursday, December the fifteenth, and that's San Fran at Seattle. Man, when Jimmy G broke his uh, – what, he break his foot or something? Yeah. Got fucking damn. Hurt. Fuck, man. Yeah. So, but they got Brock Purdy, and he's looking pretty good. We got San Francisco at Seattle. I'm going to go San Fran. I'm going to go San Fran, too. Brock
2: Purdy was a uh, damn good quarterback. He was a Iowa State product. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of him. I think he'll uh, end up pulling his weight pretty well. So, yeah, San Fran all the way.
3: I'm going Jano Smith, y'all. He's my favorite player.
1: All right, so Saturday, December the 17th. Uh, it's not the playoffs yet, is it? That's... I don't think so. I remember this. usually Saturday games, man. Yeah, no, it's, there's no way. I know that we're creeping up, but yeah, okay. So Saturdays, December the 17th, Indianapolis at Minnesota. I like, oh, I like Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. Baltimore at Cleveland. Ah, Ravens. Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, Ravens as well.
3: You know, I gotta go Cleveland, y'all. My home, home, hometown,
1: Miami at Buffalo.
2: Oh, that's a good one. Um, well, uh, that's been some teams we've liked so far this season. But uh, you know, I'm gonna go Miami on that. I'm gonna go
1: Buffalo. Josh Allen.
2: Yeah. M-I-A, y'all.
1: Sunday the 18th, Philadelphia at Chicago. Philly. No Philly, y'all on Philly as well. Atlanta at New Orleans.
2: <laughs> New Orleans. Uh, I'm actually going to go ATL. I'm going ATL, yeah.
1: Uh, these teams are both horrible. I'm going to go New Orleans. Uh, and we got Detroit at New York Jets.
2: <laughs> Good man. Talking about horrible teams. Uh, Detroit got the upset last week, didn't they? Uh,
1: i go Lions. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Lions as well.
3: I got New York,
1: Uh, Now we got Pittsburgh at Carolina.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Carolina, Terry. I'll go pit on that, Steelers.
1: I'm going to go Carolina. They seem to be on a run. I'm going Carolina, G. Dallas at Jacksonville. Cowboys. I'm going to go Dallas as well. They seem to be doing all right. Yeah, they find their foot in a little bit.
3: I'm going Jacksonville for the upset, dumbasses.
1: All right. Kansas City at Houston. Oh, Houston, terrible. KC. KC. KC, yeah. Yeah, Arizona at Denver. Ah, uh, Arizona.
2: I like Connor. Quarter. Uh, Connor's uh, the running back at Arizona. He plays a hell of a game, even though
1: they didn't pull it off tonight. But, yeah, Denver sucks. I think Denver might pull this one out. I'm going Arizona, yeah. All right, and New England at Vegas. Ah, New England. I'm going my jersey. I'm gonna go New England as well. Tennessee at Los Angeles Chargers. Go Chargers. I'm going Chargers. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: going Chargers, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. I'm not going Chargers. (laughs) But I will tell you who I'm going with. You know who that is? Tennessee. All right. Now, Tennessee. Cincinnati at Tampa Bay. Go Cincy. Joe Burrow. I mean, I'm going Cincinnati. I'm going to go Tampa Bay just because uh, Tom Brady, I think he's going to come back last you yeah. know, He's been doing pretty shitty, uh, but he's not going to lose all the time. Next game, New York Giants at Washington Commanders.
2: Uh, uh, I don't like either of these teams that much, but I'm going to say Giants.
1: I'm going to go Giants as well. They have a better record.
2: I mean, the Washington Commanders
3: be spoiling shit, y'all. Yeah, they're spoilers. Spoiler alert, you motherfuckers. Washington.
1: Okay. And Monday, December the 19th, LA Rams at Green Bay.
2: Oh, this will be our game next week. Uh, go A Ron Green Bay. No, A Ron, yeah.
1: I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go, cream Bay as well. So, yeah. See the NFL picks everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a full
2: slate of games. That's a lot of them. I like it. Um, a lot of football action. Yeah, when did the bowl games actually kick off? I think we start this weekend. Uh, coming to think of it. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I know it was, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about 27 straight days of football. I think that was towards the end of November. So I think we're still on that run. Um, don't know who's playing uh, anytime soon. We'll have to get that going on. We know we already did our bowl picks, but I got to tune into some of those and uh, see what's going to happen. Try to get together for the uh, Bama game, too. So many players on the top-level team sitting out and moving, and the transfer portal is on fire right now. Everybody's leaving. So... Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see the off season what happens in the shifts. So their games may start slowing down, but I think the news will stay pretty hot. So keep an eye on everything.
1: Um, do, what 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 is the do you know the window for the time port for the uh, the portal? I don't. I know there was some uh, rules
2: about entering the portal, but I don't know when the uh, actual transfer uh portal closes. So I bet I could find that out pretty quickly, but yeah, I mean, we were talking about that. I didn't realize the number of five-star recruits averages about 30 a year. So I mean, if you're a five-star recruit and you're sitting on the sideline and you might have a four-star that come up and might be beating you at a position, it's hard to say you're not going to transfer out of that uh that team. So I think it makes it a little more interesting, honestly. So fall sports and winter sports transfer windows uh winter sports Fall sports have two different ones. Uh, forty-five day winter window opening the day after championship selections are made. So it looks like a forty-five day winter window after the championship games are made. So oh, man, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's how long? Yeah, I know
1: it opened up on the fifth or something, right?
2: Yeah. It, it for and I remember there's a rule if you're an undergraduate, it opened up uh, on the fifth, and I think if you're a grad, you could have uh, put your name in a little quicker than that so I, I don't know all the rules but yeah just looking at it, it looks like 45 uh 45 uh days on there so you know come I, a lot of people don't like it i like it i mean you got jameer gibbs from uh, georgia tech to alabama jamison williams went there jermaine burton uh, uh if you're a bama fan you no know, you may see some guys leave and that's always sucks but you also got to remember you're getting a lot of good guys eli ricks cornerback who uh pretty uh Good guy this year was one of them. So, man, I think it's fun to watch, uh, keep track of. What do you think about that transfer portal?
1: Uh, I think it's, I think it's, um, I think it's good for your top tier players that are definitely going to get another scholarship offer somewhere else. But you're going to have players that fall through the cracks thinking that they can go somewhere else. Probably that results from an issue of you know getting their feelings hurt because they're not getting enough playing time. Oh yeah. Whatever that is, and then you go to another school, they or you go into the transfer portal thinking you're gonna you know be able to go somewhere you don't have an offer try to come back they filled your spot you know what do you do now so um that's the only thing i kind of have a problem with but you know other than that you know it is what it is you're always gonna have shit like that that happens
2: yeah i think it's just yeah players got to recognize their ability. And I think sometimes it's probably extremely hard to know where you're actually at on the pecking order, because let's take Paul Tyson, for example, a uh, trustful product, went to Alabama. Uh, he was probably third or fourth on my depth chart.
1: And that's not He, right. uh, he uh, Paul Bryant bloodline, right?
2: Yeah. Bear Bryant's great grandson. And then he uh, played at Alabama didn't see much action i think he had uh, a couple games here and there transferred to arizona state played there this past season but he was benched i don't even think he played very much and then he's once again transferring i mean i'm not trying to be a dick this dude's been on uh he's been on the ball field way more than i'll ever be and ever have been um but if you're going from bama to arizona state and you're still not playing at arizona state you probably need to look at a school that's a little more suitable for your needs. I feel like Bama gave him that uh, spot probably as a preferred walk-on because of the bloodline with Bear Bryant. But yeah, I think you need to kind of know your role. Um, Do you really want playing time or do you want to be at a good school? Because sometimes those are not mutually exclusive. You might want playing time, but that good school might want you, but they might want you a third string or a backup. So yeah, I think it's a, interesting to see uh what's going to happen out of that so but no that's a good point i think uh some people think they're going to go do better elsewhere and that's just not the case
1: yeah and <clears throat> hopefully uh they figure that out and you know i don't want to see anybody gets uh get fucked over and man lose a scholarship you know that's that would suck um uh, no. not everybody can go pro that's it's a very minute section um of the college athlete uh you know sp- i don't know spectrum if you would not what i'm saying is most of the motherfuckers don't go pro right but now with the nil you also have an added uh, wrinkle um uh, to everything which i think is good but yeah it's gonna just take some time to iron out
2: everything yeah i think i think they're they will i mean all this stuff is is starting Recently, I mean, this is all new to everybody—the NIL deals, transfer portal. I mean, you, you're taking a lot of aspects of the professional game and putting it in the amateurs. And NIL, I mean, I, I, I I'm 100% them for it. I mean, if you're, if it's your name, you want to charge for your autograph, man, you have every right to charge a dollar, twenty dollars, fifteen hundred, whatever the fuck you want. It's your shit. I don't think they can take that, but at the same time, having boosters just write checks to you to entice you to come to a school, ugh, I think you walk a fine line between what is ethically right uh, and, and keeping the, the playground a little fair, too. I mean, you know, it's not going to be fun if all the schools with a ton of money can open up the uh, the checkbook and just start recruiting people. I mean, that takes away you know, everybody. At the same time, though, they're, the ones that get the most exposure are going to be the ones that people want to go to because they want NIL money, so... Um, yeah, I think we're at a good time in college football. I think the developments are really uh good for the game. I just think they need to iron out the wrinkles. I agree 100% with you. Grant Mills. Hey,
1: hey. what's going on this weekend, baby? I don't know, but I'm about to get off of this shit. I'm pretty fucking tired and uh, got a
3: bad cocaine hangover, y'all.
1: All right, man. Fucking go do what you gotta do. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. What's going on this weekend, Jay Wiggy? What's happening, man? Oh, what is going on this weekend? Yeah, my wifey got a got a long yeah long of shopping and right yeah. biscotti and hot coffee drinking.
2: Ooh, we got a uh, family party to go to, but she actually has her girls' weekend saturday night yep. Yeah. girls are getting out so they're gonna do what we was doing last weekend i imagine it'll be every bit as fun and exciting haha ha, not uh,
1: what, uh, are they going to sips and strokes
2: or something yeah <laughs>
1: yeah go paint some
2: pictures while they drink some uh mulled spiced
1: wine um I'm sure they're going to atl to a male stripper place man i mean i wouldn't like you going to a strip club so man that would have been unacceptable yeah, you know what? On my end, if they
2: want to go and have fun, hey, knock yourself out. Um, I hope you have a good time. I don't get that same—I uh, don't get that same courtesy extended to me. But uh, now nah, it should be a pretty uh, family Christmas-oriented weekend. She's got her thing. I will find a drink and some football, though. I guarantee you that. Grant Mills, what do you have going on this weekend, sir?
1: Don't know yet, but uh, we shall see. So. Try not to plan anything because those plans usually go awry when you are a single man. When you're a married man, you got the wife to plan all that shit for you. Oh yeah, <laughs> and oh yeah, you're gonna go through. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I try <laughs> to get out of it. Never
1: fucking go awry. For some reason, when you want them to.
2: No, I've been trying to get out of these family parties for months. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the Jimmy G route and go break my ankle.
1: Oh, all good, all good. Well, we will be back. Next Monday, 9.30. Um, I know the NFL draft's probably coming up. I'm not sure when. We will have Baller or Buster when that happens again. We do that every year. Know that. And uh, listen, hope all you guys have a great week. You know, get out there. Do some different shit that's out of your comfort zone. Um, have a great week, man. Do what you do. Um, any last words of wisdom? Jay Wiggy. Go have a drink, enjoy
2: the season. If you haven't started your shopping, get it done, especially for you married guys, and that's all I got. Hope you guys have a great one. We'll catch you next Monday.
1: See you guys next Monday, uh, 9.30 in the dirty. Smoke dude.